welcome to the Cozy Bear Farms podcast. I'm your host, Dejan Yerby, coming to you straight out of Athens, Georgia. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding the right farmer's market for me. And this is especially for farmers who are just starting off and are trying to figure out which farmer's market to go to. Now, if you don't know what a farm market is, a farmer's market is basically a place where a bunch of farmers and bakers and arts and craft vendors and hot food people get together in this one location and they sell their products one day out the week. And it's a great place for farmers to get to meet their community. It's a great place um, to actually have another source of income coming in. And it's a great place, too, if you're doing other stuff on the side to build up a client list and to make connections with other people so that you can start up other revenue streams, too. So if you didn't know, you already know, I'm a huge advocate for farmers markets i love farmers markets i love the farm market that i'm at right now and i just love meeting people and being able to sell my produce to these people so that's one thing that i really really love about farmers markets but let's get into today's show where i'm going to talk about the five key things you need to be looking for when you're scouting out your farmers market so before i did an episode talking about how long will it be before you start planting your crops to sell One of the things that you are probably going to have to do within that year of you getting your farm together is going out and scouting about four to five different farmers markets that you would like to go to. So these are five key things that I will look for when I'm scouting out at these four or five farmers markets. The first thing that I will look for is the location. So you need to see how far away that farmer market is from you And you need to see, is it located in an appropriate spot for me to make the most amount of money and for that everybody can see where we're at. You don't want to be at a farmer's market where it's hidden or the parking lot is kind of messed up where you don't know where everything is at or people are struggling to try to find where you are. You want to be at a farmer's market where people can find you, there's adequate parking, and people can get there from walking. And there's also foot traffic. So if people are walking by, they can see, oh, there's a farmer's market going on. Let me go check and see. What, let me go check and see what that's going. Let me go check and see what's going on over there. Sorry for that little stutter. Also, if cars are driving by, they might stop and say, hey, what's going on over there? And they might pull over. You want to make sure, too, that the farmer's market put up enough signage so that people can actually see it. And it's close to the market so that they can turn back around and go to the farmer's market. So you want to look at the location of where that farmer's market is. Second thing is you want to look at the type of customers. Now, depending on what kind of customers you want, those are the kind of customers you want to see if they're at that farmer's market. So for me personally, I like customers that are there to grocery shop. I want the customers that are going to come and they're going to buy up a bunch of stuff because they have families to feed. I don't want the people that's going to come and just buy one or two things because they're like, eh, I just want to support a farmer. I don't mind those people. I love those people too, just as much. But I really, really like the people who come by and say, hey, give me four of this, five of that, two of this. And when I ask them, why do you need all this food? They're saying, look, I got four kids at home. We got to eat and they're there to feed their family. So I'm all for it. I'm all like, yeah, let's get you, let's get your family fed. So those are the type of customers that I'm looking for when I'm at a farmer's market. The type of people that's going to come there and they're going to buy a bunch of stuff. And and again, I love the people that buy one or two things because 
everybody doesn't need that much, but I just really love the people that's there to like grocery shop. They're there because, hey, I'm buying food for the week. So I love those type of people. Third key that I'll be looking at are the hours of operation that the farmer's market is going on. So my farmer's market is from 10 to 2. 10 to 2 is a good time because it's a little bit later in the day so people can sleep in and wake up, do whatever they're going to do that morning, then come to the farmer's market. And it ends a little bit later. So if somebody is out during the morning, say they're running or jogging or running some errands, the market doesn't end at 12 or 1 o'clock. It ends at 2 o'clock. So they could be like, oh, let me speed over here really quick and try to get some stuff. So I really like the 10 to 2 times. Some farmer's market, they... Mainly farm markets, they really go 8 to 12. And 8 to 12 is a good time, too, because a lot of people want to get out there early, get their stuff, and then go back home. So that's a really good time period, too. And if you have a midday market, they usually go from 4 to 7, which is really good because during the midday, a lot of people are working. And 4 to 7, a lot of people are getting off of work, and they can just head over there to the farmer's market, pick up their stuff, and go home. So those are good times, too. So you really want to look at the hours of operation of when that farmer's market is going. Some people usually don't care about that, but I really look at it because I, I like to think if I'm a customer, what are the best times for me? And 10 to 2 is the best times for me, especially on a Saturday. Okay, the fourth key, the type of vendors that are going to be there. You really want to make sure that the type of vendors that are there meet up with the same mindset that you have. So my mindset is I really like my booth to look professional. I want everything to look clean. I want to make it seem like I'm an expert in whatever I'm doing and that people know, hey, you're going to get the best quality stuff from this person. And everybody at my farmer's market has the same as that mindset. We're all, we all look like we're professionals in whatever we're doing. If it's from baking pies, selling arts and crafts, to selling flowers, to selling vegetables. We all look like we know what we're doing and we've been in the game for a while. So I love those type of vendors and I want to be around those type of vendors. But you might not have the same mindset as me. You might be like, hey, I just want to go somewhere who has the same type of morals that I do. I want to go somewhere that these people have the same mindset that I do when it comes to how I feel about um, the farm market should go. There's all different types of mindsets and all different types of personalities. So when you're at the farm market, you're looking at the vendors, go around and talk to some of the vendors and pick up and figure out what kind of mindset that they have. Do they match what you're trying to do? And if they are matching what you're trying to do, then it might be a really good fit. And the last and final key, the number five key, find the market manager. You want to make sure that that farmer's market is a good farmer's market and they have the right manager for the job. There's some farmer's markets where you're not going to meet the very best market manager and sometimes it can reflect on the farmer's market. But if you're at a really good farmer's market, usually that means they have a really good manager because the manager is going to be a key essential part in you being able to make money for the whole year. So you want to make sure that you're at a farmer's market where the market manager is on point and they know what they're doing. So that's all five keys of what I think you should look for when you're scouting out for farmer's markets. Again, the type of cus- the location, number one. The type of customers, number two, the hours of operation for number three, the type of vendors for number four, and five, the market manager. Go find that market manager. So hopefully that helps you guys out. If you're just starting off and you're trying to figure out which farm market to go to, hopefully that helps. 
But right now we're going to move on over to the fan, not fan, to the Ask Cozy segment of the show. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Recipe for Press. If your company wants to engage today's influencers and inspire them to write about you, then you need Recipe for Press. Athens based communication advisor and author Amy Fleury helps entrepreneurs across the country demystify the process of pitching their story and creating a buzz. Her book, Recipe for Press, is the DIY PR guide to being your own publicist, and it's truly empowered me and so many other local companies to get their customer base by sharing their stories. Listeners today get a 20% discount with the code cozy when they order amy's book or any of her products in recipe for press store found on www.amyflurry.com again that's a 20 percent discount with the code cozy when you order amy's book or any of her products in recipe for press store found on www.amyflurry.com this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Heart Song Herbs. Heart Song Herbs is a farm and apothecary based in Athens, Georgia. They are proudly part of a growing movement of regenerative agriculture farming that prioritizes soil health to grow beyond organic. Founder Dana Nevins produces herbal tinctures and beauty care products with the vigor and potency of plants found as they grow in the wild right outside of her door. This high-quality herbal medicine is available in two-ounce formulas that aid in everything from immune support to anxiety relief. Find Heartsong Herbs at various Athens retailers or online at www.heartsongherbs.com. That is www.heartsongherbs.com. Okay, what's up, everybody? We're only going to do two questions this time because I am a little bit busy so, and I love these two questions. Again, every Sunday we will post uh, an Instagram post or a Facebook post saying Ask Cozy, and you can ask any questions you want in the comment section below, or you can DM me questions on Instagram, or you can email me at CozyBearMarketGarden.com and put in the subject podcast questions. But today we're just going to do two. So I really like these two questions, and I feel like I can answer them pretty quick. So the first question is, what's your top three favorite crops to grow for the market? And I thought that went really well with today's topic. If it's me, my favorite season is the summer season. And my three favorite crops to grow would be cucumbers, yellow squash, and okra. The reason I like those three is because all three of those are high yielding crops They sell really well at a farmer's market because everybody loves cucumbers, everybody loves squash, and everybody loves okra. And to me, they're not that hard to pick. I get to pick them every single day. I know some people don't like harvesting every single day, but I love harvesting every single day because I know that means I'm going to have a ton of stuff to sell at the farmer's market that coming week. And also, I have a ton of stuff, too, to sell to people directly. So I love those three crops because they're super high yielding. They're very, um, they bring me, those three crops too made me the most amount of money every single year too. So I love those three for that reason also. But those are the three crops that I love to grow for the farmer's market because I know hands down people love those. I know some people are going to probably say, oh, he's probably going to say tomatoes or peppers or something. 
No, I really like those little undercover, underrated crops. A lot of people don't really want to grow them because of the whole harvesting every single day. But I love harvesting those every single day. And I love taking them to the farmer's market because a bunch of people love them. I mean, every time I bring to a farm market, they always sell out. They sell out before my tomatoes. And they sell out before a lot of those other crops that people think is going to be very popular. So I love those types of crops. So it's cucumber, squash, and okra. Second question is my favorite question because it's the most basic question. It's what is your favorite crop to grow? I love that question. My favorite crop to grow would have to be kale. And I love kale because it's the most basic crop to grow. And I love kale because every time I grow kale, my kale looks amazing. And for some reason, I can always keep the bugs off of my kale, even through the summer. Every year, I always have really good success of keeping my kale looking good, even all the way through the summer. Now, there's going to get to a point where it's going to get too hot and the bugs are going to be like, that kale is mine. But I can usually keep my kale going from March all the way deep until July, even sometimes August. So I really love kale. It's super basic. I love it. If I had to pick two varieties of kale that I love to grow, it would be the red board kale and the winter board kale. The red board kale is because it looks like the basic winter board kale, but it's purple. I don't know why it's called red. It should be called purple kale, but it's called red board kale. And I just love the winter board kale because it has winter in the name, but I keep it growing through the summer. So I just love those two crops. But if I had to say, what's your favorite crop to grow? It would be kale. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Please hit that like and subscribe button. You can find me this weekend at the Marigold Farmer's Market from 10 to 2. And I will have all of the delicious vegetables like I always do. Thank you guys for listening again. Cozy's out.